0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week-ending Friday the 11th of March 2022, presented to you this week by Sophie Powell. I'm a farm trader based in the West. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform, which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and the commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm. With options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash my farm info. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. The escalating conflict following Russia's invasion of Ukraine and subsequent fears for future wheat supplies from the Black Sea led to extreme volatility in wheat market this week, resulting in new record highs for futures markets. Wheat futures rose to the highest record this week, with Paris futures exceeding 400 euros per tonne, and London futures rising above 300 pounds per tonne, breaking the previous record set in 2008. With Ukrainian ports effectively shut down and increasing sanctions for Russia, the world's major wheat importers are being forced to turn to alternative origins for wheat supplies, with the EU being of particular interest. Tunisia received offers above $500 per tonne and ultimately cancelled its tender, but Algeria paid $485 per tonne, including freight, and reportedly bought 600,000 to 700,000 tonnes of optional origin wheat. To ensure it maintains sufficient wheat supplies until harvest, Algeria had to pay $140 per tonne more than the supplies the country secured in February. Traditional supplier, France, increased its soft wheat export estimate from 8.9 to 9.7 million tonnes and said there was room to increase by another 500,000 tonnes to 1 million tonnes, if needed, as a result of the Russia-Ukraine war. The United States Department of Agriculture, commonly known as the USDA, updated its World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report on Wednesday, and the revised data served to provide a short period of calm for wheat futures. An increase in the Australian production estimate to a record 36.3 million tonnes contributed to an overall increase of 2.1 million tonnes in the estimate for world wheat production, which is now up to 778.52 million tonnes. With lower usage, World stocks are increased by 3.3 million tonnes to a new total of 281.51 million tonnes. The report considered to some degree the current supply issues from Russia and Ukraine, cutting the season's estimates for the countries by 3 million tonnes and 4 million tonnes respectively. However, these cuts are compensated for by Australia, the production estimate for which is up 2 million tonnes to a total of 27.5 million tonnes, and by India which has a production estimate that has been increased by 1.5 million tonnes to a new total of 8.5 million tonnes. Overall, the USDA sees world wheat exports down by 3.5 million tonnes with an anticipated total of 203.11 million tonnes. On paper, increased global stocks present a bearish set of statistics. In reality, the world is seeing record high prices for wheat as a result of the loss of Russia and Ukraine as the primary wheat exporters. China is the world's largest wheat producing country, and this season it harvested an estimated 137 million tonnes. The country's domestic wheat consumption exceeds its production by over 10 million tonnes, leaving an import need of nine and a half million tonnes. This week, China's Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs had stated that the country's wheat crop condition could be the worst in its history after heavy rain delayed autumn planting by up to a third. The USDA estimates that China holds over half the world's wheat stocks, 142 million tonnes, and that it may need to consume a significant volume from this if production falls. The Chinese government is allocating 250 million dollars to strengthen field management in winter wheat regions to control the impact of poor weather and stabilize production increasing imports to fill any deficit could prove challenging and would come at the worst possible time with disruption to ukrainian and russian supplies at present the minister of agriculture of the russian federation said on thursday that russian food security is ensured and that Moscow would continue to service its export obligations for global agriculture markets. That may be of comfort to Chinese importers, but it's unlikely to improve prices. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. The patterns for UK old crop feed barley have continued in a similar fashion this week, with generally more buyers than sellers coming to the market. Old crop stocks left unsold on farm are now mainly in strong hands especially in East Anglia where selling is very limited despite unprecedented high prices. Both trade shorts and end user demand are competing for supplies to see them through to harvest. The ongoing situation in Ukraine has made new crop estimates unpredictable but this week An announcement that barley exports from the country have been banned in the short to medium term has added to the bullish sentiment in the current barley market. In an average year, Ukraine would contribute around 18% of the world's barley exports. New crop feed barley trade in the UK is seeing more activity as growers take advantage of prices, which, while not as high as old crop values, are still well above average. A steady stream of end user buying interest has also been seen this week as consumers look for a little certainty in a very uncertain time. New crop malting barley prices remain firm with few sellers present in the market. More activity may be seen when spring drilling gets underway in the UK. Drier weather in the UK this week has meant a start of spring field work with nitrogen being applied to winter barley crops. With another few days of dry conditions forecast, drilling of spring crops on lighter land should also pick up pace. It is unlikely that drilling of barley will commence yet on heavier land, as heavy rainfall in February has resulted in soils that need time to dry. France recently reported that 76% of its planned spring barley area had been drilled as of the 7th of March. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. The main focus of the oilseeds market currently is the ongoing conflict between Russia and Ukraine with previously important factors fading from consideration in light of the situation. For example, this week, the USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report significantly cut its estimates for the South American soybean crop. Usually such a cut would be a great market mover, but in current circumstances, the reduction had little impact. Old crop rapeseed has seen a sharp rise since the beginning of the conflict, mainly due to the loss of sunflower seed and sunflower oil that was expected to come out of Ukraine in the coming months into European markets ahead of the new crop season. This loss of supply is causing crushers and oil users to try and switch to other edible oils, rapeseed being one of the alternatives. Prior to the conflict, Europe was already in a tight vegetable oil supply and demand situation. This has now been exacerbated by the conflict and the market needs to find a way to replace these oils. A solution could come in the form of biofuel mandates, which could reduce the amount of vegetable oil required in biodiesels. This would reduce the demand for vegetable oils and alleviate some, but by no means all, of the tightness of the market is seeing. The focus for new crop rapeseed values is similarly set up the ongoing conflict in Eastern Europe. Ukraine historically supplies a large percentage of imported rapeseed into the UK and EU within the first six months of the year. Due to the conflict this supply channel is currently in question. It is unknown whether Ukrainian farmers will be able to maintain and harvest the crop and whether the crops that are harvested will be able to be exported from the country in any volume. Sunflower plantings, which traditionally take place in the spring, are also in question. South American soybean crop estimates continue to decline, with the USDA now estimating that Brazil will only produce 127 million tonnes, down from an estimate of approximately 140 million tonnes in January. This is adding further support to the vegetable oil complex. The global supply and demand situation for vegetable oils and the wider oil complex remains extremely difficult to predict. Any poor weather would create an incredible incredibly challenging situation for the market in light of the existing issues. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertilizer market. This week has seen huge volatility for gas prices, Within the UK, gas prices started on Monday at £7.45 per therm and fell to as low as £3.30 per therm later in the week. This is still high when compared to the £1.80 per therm of gas prices in September 2021. Such volatility leads the market to question how a manufacturer can possibly calculate its production costs. Suppliers of all nitrogen products are extremely limited, whether it be granular urea, ammonium nitrate or nitrogen sulphur grades. At the time of writing, there are offers in the market from Yara, CF and blenders, but tonnages are tight and very much subject to availability. The last trades of urea on a freight on board basis ex-Egypt was $1,050 per tonne. This equates to £920 per tonne before haulage to farm. Some European producers have dropped their production by as much as 40% as a result of high gas and ammonia prices. UAN markets continue to be based around price on application, with supplies continuing to be tight in a volatile market. Please speak to your frontier contact if you still have product to buy. Supply issues have had a dramatic impact on prices for products imported into the UK. The replacement cost of MOP has gone up £90 per tonne and the replacement cost of TSP by £190 per tonne. DAP is is not available due to the blenders requiring all stocks for blending. Russia is one of the biggest suppliers globally and is currently subject to export restrictions and sanctions, which means the market is likely to see further tightening. Frontier continues to advise growers to buy ahead. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 11th of March. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thanks for listening.